Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief. Uh, I ran the numbers this week, and the Superhawks have this locked up. They're walking away with it. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. And I am the Champ, and you know, when Green Day sang the song, Wake Me Up When September Ends, they got it absolutely right. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll just, like, nudge you at the end of September and then wake you up in October. So. Yeah, well, you, you know, it's it, it's twofold, right? It's 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 due to a fortnight in in Hawaii, and uh, and, and my team, um, who actually, as we'll talk about, is experiencing our favorite term, right? A dead cat bounce. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so 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 talk to me. You say that uh, you say that the Sewer Hawks have wrapped things up. Yeah. Um, so I looked at the Lakers. You know, categories where they have some movement. Uh, I feel like they'll have some movement in H in home runs, OPS, runs, and stolen bases. I don't know if they can catch the stat men and wins. They caught them in strikeouts. I, I don't know if they can catch and win. So, at the very best, he's looking at a plus five, and that puts him at 79, which is still five behind him, five behind the Sewerhawks. I I don't, I don't know where he can make up any more ground. I looked at the stat men, and I think he can gain a point in OPS, maybe in saves. Ks, maybe, if DeGrom comes back. ERA, maybe, if DeGrom comes back. Um, but he's he's about to lose a point to me and run. So even if he holds it, that's a plus four. And that puts him at 81 and a half. It's still I, – I don't know any other movement he can make. I look at the Sewerhawks. I don't see where they can fall. I, I can't pass. I'm behind him in a few categories, and I'm not passing him. So you, you, I just don't think ahead. there's room or time to for anyone to pass the Sewerhawks. This thing's wrapped up. Yeah, a um, couple things to that. Number one, I look at their offensive batting points, the, the perfect 50, and it, it's solid all the way across. Yeah, he's not and, losing. And the other, the other thing was, is that when we got that inflammatory text from from Bob saying that hey, the party turn off the lights, the party's over. Yeah, he only had he only had like a two and a half point lead over the Statman, and you know that's that's evolved into you know six and a half points uh, over the Statman, ten over the Lakers. So that was that was a good call by him. Yeah, it, it, um, a, I mean, there, there's a few of the few of the offensive categories where it's not close, man. Yeah. <laughs> like home runs, it's it's not close. He's 30 yeah. above the Bulls who we have on today. Um, yeah, this, he, this, he's not going to lose any ground. He's just not going to lose any yeah, ground it's over. Imagine, imagine if Acuna was playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be saying this in, like, the 1st of August, not, not the <laughs> second week in September. My gosh. Um but speaking about the Bulls, uh, uh, we have Bob Freeze on this morning. Bob, how you doing? I'm doing well, and yourself? Yeah, good. So you have a, but you're a, you're a tough act to book, man. Like you're busy. <laughs> yeah, you just hit me at a bad time. I mean, that we're going on vacation next week or starting tomorrow. Okay. And uh, I always go to the Sunday Philly game, so. Um, oh, that's right. It's just yeah. Sundays are the hardest part. Okay. I only have one more Sunday game after today, though. So, all right. Um, so, is that what you you have like a Sunday plan? Yeah, we have a Sunday package. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, that's really cool. Good for you. Um, 
so do you get playoff tickets? Like a shot at the playoff tickets if they somehow make the Yeah, playoffs? we do. If we get yeah, it goes to the full season holders first and okay. then the partial season holders second. So yeah, so we do it. We've yeah. in the, we've had them since 2007, I think. Oh, okay. So uh Yeah, so we've been uh we've been to a couple playoff games. All right, cool. Um, Not recently, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need to add it that, but yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about your team. How, how would you assess your your team thus far? Jamie and I have some thoughts, but we wanted to hear yours first. Um, <laughs> well, right now, I think I'm doing about as good as I'm going to be doing. Uh, I had some disappointments with uh, uh, Cody Bellinger. Um, and, uh, my pitching, my pitching's been okay, but, you know, it's not real strong. Uh, Adam Wainwright has been great. Um, and, uh, Alex Reyes has helped a lot. Uh, I picked up Ian Kennedy, who's been so-so since I picked him up. Um, but my pitching's been climbing, my batting, well, this the last couple of days, my batting went up, but uh, other than that, it's been a little bit of disappointment with my batting. Yeah. So one of the things when I when I looked at your team this week, when I knew, knew you were coming on, and then again this morning, um, yeah, Bellinger. You know, when you look at a couple of your, your retention, so you pick you retain Wainwright for a quarter, I think, and I know Jamie and I kind of questioned it a little bit, but it might be the best retention pick in the league with. You're getting 15 wins, 163 Ks, and a 2.98 ERA from someone that's in his late 30s. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a huge one. And then Bellinger really, really hurt you with, with uh, though he only cost you a dollar, but you got nine homers and 33 ribs out of the guy. He's not even in your lineup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just took him out for this week because he's like not doing anything. So, yeah, I thought maybe, yeah. We'll try somebody different. So um, the the other three guys that I I thought were noteworthy and really had a kind of a quiet year, but really productive for you is Josh Bell, twenty six homers, eighty one ribs. He's he's got over yeah. eight OPS. Uh, I thought Justin Turner kind of had a rejuvenation here. I thought maybe he would been done, but he's over eight OPS. He's got twenty three and seventy four seventy four ribs out of him. Yeah. Quiet, quiet year, and then uh, just Jake Cronworth, which yeah, he was a surprise. Yeah, I mean because he, they they got a lot he, of infielders on that team, but he he's productive for you. Yeah, he's hurt now though, so I don't yeah. know. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna play the rest of the regular season. Okay, so yeah, I I, I thought uh, I thought you you hit you hit pretty big with those with those players, and the, even Marquis seemed to have he's pitched well in this second half of the season and kind of made his numbers a little more respectable. Yeah, he had a slow start, really slow start. Yeah, and he's someone you traded for in the offseason, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I traded uh, – I can't remember who I traded him for. But, uh, yeah, I traded for him in the offseason. And uh, he's worked out well for me. Yeah. Um, and then last – And Wilmer, Wilmer Flores – has been a surprise as well. I picked him up for like twenty cents, and he's got like uh, yeah. seventeen home runs. So, and, and he's another guy that plays on a team that 
with the Giants, and they play like uh, thirteen guys on their offense throughout the week. Right. <laughs> but you need. But he's productive <laughs> when he plays. Yeah. Um, little disappointment with Gregorius. Yeah, his play's been up and down, but mostly down. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Uh, Segura has been. Okay, I mean he's hitting all but three hundred most of the season. So, uh, and I didn't expect him to hit too many home runs, and he's stolen a couple bases. So he's done, he's done what I expected, I guess. Yeah, and I feel like he got some production out of Brad Miller. I mean his his OPS is pushing eight, and he does hit the home yeah. runs every once in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. The problem is I never know when he's going to play, <laughs> so sometimes he's not in my starting lineup. Right. So. Yeah, and that's the problem with. With a, even a guy like Flores, right? You're just not sure what to do with him. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, looking at the standings, uh, it's funny. Last week, I was in fourth and you were in sixth. And, and then you hit like 107 home runs this week. Um, <laughs> which I, I think you hit 17. I don't know if you hit 107. But uh, so, between the three of us, uh, uh, you know, me, you, and the dudes, uh has this fourth, fifth, and sixth kind of battle been um, kept you engaged a little, a little more than if you were stuck somewhere where you could move up or down? Yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, just staying ahead of Josh for one thing is uh, okay. It's my main goal for the season. I've already passed Jamie, so I'm not really worried about him anymore. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as long. Staying ahead of Josh is a big goal of mine. Um, yeah, and and it, your offense really picked it up this week, and and I, I guess that that's something that uh, you need for the next three weeks to make sure you stay in fourth. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got. It. I have a couple of places on the pitching that I can possibly move up, but uh, hitting, I have to like hold my own. Yeah, especially that home runs. I because I, I always look at that too. The home runs. I, I feel like I need to somehow finish in second to to make sh- to see if I can finish in fourth overall. But between me, you, sure. and Rick, we seem to have hot weeks every once in a while. And you're just like, what the hell? I thought I, thought I was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you hitting 17 homers is huge. I mean, you, you get yeah. three points. Yeah, you passed all of us. So. Um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting it, – it's kept me engaged as well. Um, yeah. So, Jamie, what, what, what do you got? Yeah, Bob, um, you know, early on in the um, – during the, I guess, retention season, we actually poked a little bit of fun um, <laughs> about you retaining Adam Wainwright. And I, I think you retained him for actually 50 cents. Okay. And, you know, yeah. I'm a big Cardinals fan, and I, I, I didn't expect this – the one stat that we don't we don't keep that that really kind of typifies his years is that uh, out of his twenty six starts, he said eighteen uh, quality starts. I mean, he goes deep into games and he's been pitching really well. And I, I guess I needed to know what did you see in him that made you because the, the twenty twenty season he had a good twenty twenty season, but it was sixty games. What did you see that made you retain him? Well, actually, right before retention started. Uh, before we made our picks, uh, he read an article that said that they, St. Louis had big plans for him and they felt that he could be a 15-game winner this year. 
So I thought, well, if I, even if I get 10 wins out of him for 50 cents, that would that would be a pretty good deal. So um, I thought, yeah, I'll stick with him. And uh, I really didn't have a whole lot of others that I was going to retain anyway. So it was uh, one of those things where I just saw something uh, reading through some articles, and uh, that was the thing that made me decide that I was going to cave him. And then he's got his 15 wins already anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wonder what kind of odd you would have gotten in, in Vegas on that. That, that, was, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a great pick, yeah. And the, and the Cardinals desperately needed him. I mean, he's obviously the, their best starter this year. Yeah. And, you know, everybody pointed out, and, and I think every fantasy team in, in the country here is lamenting the play of, of Cody Bellinger. I guess the good piece is, is that he can't be retained next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have to worry about thinking about that. So yes, no, no choice. And, and same with Josh Bell. And I, you know, if you would have flip flopped those two, that's kind of what I would have expected. But but not, yeah. not where they ended. Yeah, it's a, it Cody. Well, Cody Bellinger started out the season hurt. He was hurt for the first month and a half, and then he just never picked it up after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got two more questions for you here. Um, the Anderson brothers, Brett, uh, Tyler, and Chase. Who was your best of the Anderson brothers? <laughs> <laughs> I think they have maybe all combined to be one good one. So, uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, like I said before, pitching, I was really worried about my pitching. And if it wasn't for Wainwright and uh, Marquez, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am right now. Yeah, and, and you know what? Marcus Stroman's pitched really well for you, too. Yeah, he's been hot and cold, um, but he hasn't pitched bad. He, I mean, pitching for the Mets, he's, they don't get him any run support, so he doesn't get many wins. But he does strike out a lot of guys. So, um, I, I, I loved your comment earlier when you were talking to Raj uh, about um, you have season tickets uh, or partial season ticket plans, and it's been a while since you've been to a playoff game. Um, yeah. Where are the odds you're at a playoff game this year? Pardon me? Where are the odds that you're going to be at a Phillies playoff game this year? Oh, brother. If they play like they did last night, we should make it. Uh, but uh, the odds are probably 40-60. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. The, the, uh, it, it, they have to that... stay hotter than the, to get the second wild card. they got to stay hot, and they got to even get hotter if they're going to beat the Braves, so. Okay, okay. And, and their schedule, at least down down the stretch, looks favorable from a wild card perspective because I think they're Yeah, but they seem to play teams. better against the better teams than they do against the bad teams. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, it's tough. Good, good point. Hey, last last thing I, I wanted to, to ask you here. Um, you're going to the uh, Phillies game today. Um, yeah. Any thoughts of tailgating beforehand, or is that uh, not on the table? No, we don't tailgate when we go down. We just uh, go down, have lunch, and watch the game. Okay, all right, because I, I know when, when we went down, you, you know, we did a pretty good uh, job of tailgating. So just, just oh, yeah, follow we, up on that. Yeah, my wife's not much of a tailgater, so uh, we don't even bother with that. We just... We leave, we get down there, we go in when uh, before the lines get long and have lunch and and then go nice. find our seats. 
nice Sunday. Well, my daughter's going down uh, with a couple of friends, so if you see her tailgating, give her the business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will. All right. Thanks for coming on, Bob. Hey, good luck the rest of the season. Hey, is there anything you wanted to say to Josh? Because he, he hit you uh, pretty good when he was on three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, for years and years, he's called me a cheater, and uh, <laughs> I told him I don't cheat. I take advantage of situations. So uh, he thinks that uh, they, well, I forget what it was years ago, but that was back when Republic League first started, and I made some uh, trades with some people and uh, shot up and took first place that year, and ever since then he's called me a cheater. So I don't take much stock in what he has to say about it. <laughs> Well, that 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 had to be before me because I've never seen you in first place in the Republic League. So uh. maybe, maybe next year. <laughs> so hey, yeah, right now I'm I'm fighting for fourth place this year. So uh, I go, I don't know. Uh, I'm fighting for fourth place in both leagues. So it's not been a great year. So Bob, all right, I, well, I, stay strong. Hey Bob, real quick before you before you leave, uh, Jamie and I had brought up um, last week and maybe the week before about Mackenzie Gore. Were, yes. Were you surprised they didn't bring him up and then they signed Arietta? Yes, I was. But first of all, I'd surprise anybody signed Arietta. Okay, but, yeah, that's two different um, questions, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, why, why wouldn't you bring him up? Um, I know he was hurt a little bit in the, in the middle of the season, but uh, for the most part, I think he's been doing well down in the minors, so... Why not give him a shot? Unless, you know, maybe they they don't think he's uh, mature enough to come up. I don't know. So if if they would have brought him up, would you have put him in your lineup? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if I'd have held on to him or if I hold on to him as a as a uh, yeah whatever retention? it's called retention yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, retention pick for next year. So, um, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I would have started him or not. Yeah, yeah. Jamie and I were surprised when they haven't when they didn't bring him up because you hear so much about the guy and you think like, why? Why are they? What is Arietta going to do that Mackenzie Gord doesn't have the <laughs> potential to do? But yeah, and, whatever. And they still haven't brought him up, so I guess they have no intentions of. Uh, yeah, it's probably you know, probably something to do with contracts. Who the heck knows? Yeah. All right, man. Hey, thanks for coming on, and in, enjoy your uh, Sunday afternoon. I will. Thanks. All right, take care, Thanks, man. Bob. Good luck this season. Thanks. You too. All right, Jamie. Um, you there? Yeah, I'm still, still here. with us? All right. All right, so that was good. Um, it, it, and it kind of, I don't know. I don't even know why. I I, I was just curious what he, maybe he was reading something about my about Gore that we weren't picking up on, but it didn't sound like there was like anything odd that would prevent uh, this guy from being brought up. So, no, you know what? Um, I, I had seen an article, but I, I didn't, I didn't click on it um, earlier this week. That I, I think he they just promoted him to double A, not even triple A. So, hmm. um, okay. maybe, maybe it's uh, the, the Padres don't seem to be a team that's really all that concerned with manipulating service time, right? I mean, if no. you have a player like, yeah. Um, yeah, like Tatis that you call up when he's 19 or 20 and then give him $300 million, uh, $350 million contract, I don't think they're too concerned about that. Yeah, no, it did, no, no it, to me it doesn't seem like, yeah, that that's it didn't seem like that was in their equation 
Uh, yeah, maybe they yeah. just don't feel he's ready. I don't know. Um, all right, so uh, looking on the standings, I covered it in the opening. You know, the, you got the Superhawks, Statman, and Lakers. There's there's the first group of three. And then the, the Bulls, the Dudes, and myself, the second group of three. Uh, like I said, uh, when I was talking to Bob, uh, him and I flipped, and Josh kind of stayed right where he was last week. Uh, Bearcats look like they're going to stay above the Rebel Alliance for the rest of the season. I don't think um, the alliance. Yes, and I'm gonna I'm, and I'm gonna pass the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. I mean, we're tied now. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, and I, actually, I think at some point during the week you were ahead of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's not much change there when you when you look at the weekly. Uh, yeah, you had a really good week, hitting and pitching. Yeah, twelve more weeks like this, and I could finish fifth. You're right there. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. goes to the Bulls. Myself, <laughs> Ducks had a, a unusually good week. Um, dudes, Statman, uh, Lakers had a rough week at the, at the dish, 12 and a half points that, that hurts when you're in, when you're in to, uh, yeah. Yeah. And sewer Hawks had a rough week at the dish as well at 17, but then he still leads every category. So <laughs> that's why I don't think it matters. Um, this may have been one of the first weeks I actually finished ahead of him on a weekly. <laughs> and I, I think I mentioned it. The bulls hit 17 homers last week. And we still yeah, one more yeah. seventeen home runs, you know that is crazy. Yeah. Um, well, well, he had he had three guys: he, he, Segura, uh, Diaz, and Josh Bell had five, and then yeah. Brad Miller and Lorenzo Cain had four. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cain had four. I knew Miller. Did. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, you know what? I'm looking at RBIs. I apologize. Okay. All right. Segura, Brad Miller, Diaz, Bell all had uh, two or three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, My bad. Yeah, so that, that, that's that's huge. Uh, the 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 other one, the other area, and I mentioned it in my opening that um, the stat men, they're just not scoring any runs for the past four weeks, and I, I think I might pass him in that, and that's that's going to hurt him, you know, if he has a shot, to, well, any outside shot of winning this thing. Um, and then you had forty two ribs uh, ahead of the Bulls, who had seventeen homers. You had more RBI than he did. Yeah, well, you know, this is this is the culmination of everybody actually playing and doing something. Um, it's a shame it happens in what week are we? Week twenty three or something like that, and it only happens for a week. But you know, this is the uh, this this is uh, what we know now is the uh, dead cat bounce, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then the other thing I was going to mention is half the league didn't have a save for the week. And the Sewer Hawks only they had one, so six of the six of the ten teams had one save or less. Remember, I brought it up about I don't know if this should be a category anymore. Like I'm half joking, but no, I, do you it, understand my it, point? Interestingly, and yeah, interestingly enough, there, there are leagues that you know, in in terms of this, they'll use saves plus holds or solds to make it more interesting. And 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 there's some merit to that. And in fact, I I think I'm going to bring it up next year as a rule change because then it gives some of these middle relievers um, some, some value. I, I know where you stand on this, but uh, I'm putting it out there now that I'm, I'm going to bring this up as a rule change. I just need to craft um, the reasons why I want to do that. Yeah, and I, I, I think uh, face value, I get the, the value of a hold. But I've seen guys give up two, three runs and get a hold because they didn't give up the lead. 
So I think, like, how is that? How's that a hold? You gave up three runs just because you had a six-run lead. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I yeah, I, I'm on the fence with it. I don't know. I, I maybe I should because Tyler Rogers probably leads the league in holds, and I'd be uh, well, yeah higher in in the standings. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is is you know some more avant-garde leagues are, are moving away from wins and actually using innings pitched. Oh really? I don't know how I, I, I yeah I, I don't know how I feel um, about something like that, hmm. but it's it's interesting, right? Because you know a lot of pitchers. Um, well, I gave you the stat about Adam Wainwright. Um, eighteen out of what? Would I say eighteen out of twenty three starts were quality starts, or eighteen out of twenty six, something like that? That's that's pretty impressive yeah. these days. I mean. If we look back, what, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, that's nothing. That That's expected. That would be the norm. Yeah. So maybe quality starts is the better measure than wins because they don't they don't pitch guys deep into games any longer. There you go. There you go. That would be I, – I, I would be amenable to, to at least thinking about something like that. And I'm, I'm trying to flip through right now, and I'm doing a horrible job of – Try and look at quality starts and and and, and holds, um, but as we progress, maybe I'll be able to find it. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not really not much talked about in the standings, <laughs> other than no. Yeah. Uh, fab review. We had four players, three teams. Me, you, and the Bulls last night were the only ones active. You picked up yeah. uh, Aaron Ashby, and you dropped Austin Gomber. Is he out for the year now? Gomber. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, he is. And you know what? Good, good for him because yeah. the the um, the the, the um, got a little bit of value out of that Arenado trade. Um, Gomber actually pitched pretty well. Um, he had a couple of bad, really rocky. To give the pun, rocky starts. We yep, gave yep. up like 10, 10, 10 yeah. earned runs, but you, you know you take those out. And he pitched really well, particularly in Colorado. Yeah, I, I thought he had a good year. Um, and then you you pick up Cole Tucker, who you kind of you kind of said something negative about him last a couple weeks ago. You remember he's like, ah, maybe this Tucker experiment's over, but then he pops back up. Is that the same guy you talked about? Uh, well, I don't know if we were talking about the same guy. It's it's just a problem. I needed a shortstop. I, I, I you know I've been taking Andrew Romine. They they the Cubs DFA'd him, and I needed a shortstop. And I just looked out there who's getting at bats at the short shortstop position, and, and it was. Very, it was barren. The landscape was barren, so I had to pick up Cole Tucker. Um, I, I didn't want to lose out on that, and yeah, um, I, I don't know if he'll yeah. do anything. You yeah, know, I he know. was a, he was a big prospect. But jump jumping back to Aaron Ashby, he was kind of a backup bid. I actually lost Luke Weaver on a tiebreaker, which I, I thought tiebreakers were were based upon standings, but I guess it's based upon if if you already picked up somebody in fab this week because this has happened to you right yeah i actually lost on a tiebreaker to luke weaver as well and yeah it that's what it is so you must have had ashby first and then when it dropped no out, no you didn't. i had i had luke weaver i had luke weaver mm. first at a dollar and then ashby but it said i lost in a tiebreaker yeah, to, to the bulls yeah so so maybe maybe josh was right maybe he does cheat <laughs> um and then uh, the Bulls pick up Luke Weaver, as we mentioned. He dropped Hermosio, uh, who looked like he went on the DL again. And then I pick up my guy Colton Welker 
who I had in a reserve, and then he got stung with the uh, steroid. PEDs, yeah. And uh, I'll see if, you know, they play him and I can get some homers out of him. I just need someone that, other than this guy Drew Ellis I have, who stinks. Has Walker played much since coming up? Yeah, he's got four bats in two games. So, okay. Yeah. He wasn't in the lineup last night. Okay. Yeah. Well, well there, 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 there's not much there's not much money out there um, at, at this point. So I think, let me see, where, where do we stand here with the budgets? Um, the dudes are going to, you know, go home with a lot of money. Um, they, they're at $28. Everybody else is in single digits. Um, you know, um, the Bulls have the second most with $5. He'll end up using it. And then, you know, three, $3 with the Rebel Alliance. Everybody else has one or zero. Yeah. Uh, Statman have three left also, three dollars left. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, we we got two more weeks of this. Yeah. All right. Mercifully, <laughs> gives me something to do on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> look at look at players. Um, okay, so you also had a note on the post spider tack ban. Yeah. Go yeah. talk about let, that. Let, let, yeah. Let, let me talk about that. You know, two weeks ago when we talked about about my team, um, you had brought up the fact that my pitching has just been horrible, and 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 I said that that yeah, uh, right around the All Star break, my pitching just went south. That they, they did not perform, and I started thinking. I said, well, let me go back and take a look. Um, once baseball started to enforce the spider tag ban, and so so that was I, I think the date was. Monday, June 14th is when they put that, that ban into effect. And um, year-to-date through the 13th, I had 28.5 pitching points. So a, a little bit over average, right? 27.5 would be average. At that point, um, I had a 3.52 ERA, a 1.17 whip, 32 wins, and a 9.52 K, Ks per nine. All right? Fast forward that to today, well, yesterday was when I had done this. I had 21 pitching points, and this is cumulative. My ERA jumped from 3.52 to 4.2, uh, 4.23. My whip uh, skyrocketed to 1.28 at 60 wins, and my um, case per nine dropped from 9.52 to nine. So in that change period, my, my, my ERA jumped um, in those 13 weeks to 4.88, a 1.37 whip, and the case per nine dropped 8.6 um, case per nine. And I'm going to blame all of this on Rob Manfred and <laughs> Major League Baseball okay. that had they kept spider tack in place, I would be at least trying to battle you somewhere. Um, in I would be ahead of the Bearcats. How's that? <laughs> But yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder if all teams have been impacted this way. So, okay. So you and I were pretty close in WHIP and ERA and wins up until the All Star break, uh, and I've stayed the same. I, ha- I have not budged from fourth probably in ten weeks from okay ERA. So. And so what I hear you saying is, is that your pitchers are are still um, 
are still using spider attack and ignoring the rules where my team is following the rules. Uh, well, in my defense, I do have Tawan Walker who gets beat up every outing. Every outing. <laughs> I have Kyle Hendricks who gets beat up every other outing. So I don't okay. know why that is. Maybe I have a guy, guys that will just pitch counter to them and, and keep me keep my head above water. But I, ha- I haven't moved off that fourth in ERA and whip in, yeah, probably 10 weeks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's interesting how that seemed to be a, a line, that spider attack, and then your pitching just blowing up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I lost a strikeout per nine, and, you know, going up by a full run, earned run. Yeah, 488. Just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Somebody, somebody's got to be blamed, right, for, the, <laughs> yeah, for my team's poor performance. It's certainly so not So just you. add that to the yeah, list. no. Right. Um, and then the other note I want to bring up is a CBS scoring error. So uh, we had a bring uh, up to date on that. I, I I had Hawaii hangover, so I really wasn't reading everything. Yeah. So Bob Kirk emailed me and saying this guy Hernandez, pitcher for the Marlins, Marlins. Mm-hmm. He said on the first end, of, the first game of the doubleheader, his stats weren't calculated. So I thought, all right, well, let's give it a week. You know, sometimes they'll make the adjustment. And then Bill yeah. chimed in saying, hey, I think it's a larger problem because Nimmo hit a homer and it's not calculated. So I thought, oh, brother. So now we now I had to do some research, and it's a game from April 11th. What? Yeah. So it looks like they played an inning, and then it rained, and so then they replayed it in September. I shot an email off to CBS explaining, and then, you know – Highlighting specifically, Hernandez's stats weren't calculated, and Nimbo's Nimbo's homer wasn't calculated. And I have not heard back from them. So, mm. when, when you've emailed them, how quick was the turnaround? Uh, the, it, it wasn't great. Um, a lot of times, what I would get is that, "Hey, we'll check into this. I got They're going to follow up." Yeah. And, yeah. I, I've and, not... and, and that's it. Yeah. So um, tomorrow it... I have off, and I'm going to kind of dig into it a little more. I'll print out the stats from the 11 April game. I'll print out the stats from the September game and kind of compare it. And then I'll, I'll scan it, take a screenshot and, you know, shoot it to them to see what they're going to do about it. Um, I'm starting to lean towards the sewer Hawks as we get through the season here, because when I woke up this morning, I looked on the, uh, my phone app and my fab said, it would be submitted 19 September. And I thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. They didn't submit this stuff. Uh, but it, they ended up doing it. It's, it was just late. Yeah. On the notice. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning toward the CBS thing. I, I, I Yeah. It, it, it's been a problem this year. I, I, I don't know if we need to get some kind of money back. If anybody wants to take uh, the lead on, on moving um, – the nice thing is, as I talked about before, is that we house 20 years worth of, of data in there, which which is kind of nice to, to be able to to look back um, with that. I I just don't understand what what the hell's going on. How, how long did it take you to find find out that that Nemo um, had a home run back on April 11th that that hadn't been counted for? I mean, that has to be some sort of research, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. I, Some private eye research. Yeah, it was a lot of digging. Um, and I had to go through baseball reference, and then I, I, I found the, I found the, the date, April 11th, on YouTube when I was watching the game. I, I watched the game what on YouTube. The hell? Yeah. And I heard an announcer saying this is carried over from April 11th, went back to baseball reference, saw the box score, and then I have this date's box score. So, yeah, so I, I have to – that. and I was sp- specific with him. I mentioned players, and I gave him, you know, box score information in the email. And so – Do do we have enough fortitude – at the end of the season to write them an email and try and get some sort of uh, remuneration back, some, some sort of you know money back just from all the issues that we've had. You know, I'm not really good at, you know, putting together those types of emails, but had we not noticed before or has it just been a glitch this year? Well, I, we noticed a little bit last year, and we coughed it up to, like, I don't know, maybe they lost yeah. some employees, and yada, 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 they're working from home, <laughs> server issues, stuff like that. Um, but I'm not sure about this year. This year should have been a normal, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it, because it's... You, you would have thought. Yeah, I'm sure all these people can work from home, and it, it, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, I got, like I said, I'll, 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 um, I'll email them again tomorrow with specific numbers box scores from the april 11th and box scores from the 12th and um and and i even asked him like if people got at bats on april 11th was it calculated during that period or is everything held to a game is complete because i mean there's always the outside shot that game was never going to be completed right Right. That's and then, a good point. Then those stats are null and void. What do they do? Back them out after that? Like, how's that work? Of course, yeah. it's crickets. Uh, but I'm getting back. That's their response. Yeah, they're not. They're not really great responses. Um, how about this? If they actually do send us our, uh, our quote free bobblehead, and Bob gets that, probably all will be right in the world. Uh, if he doesn't get his uh, championship bobblehead, then I think there's going to be a bigger problem. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. So I, I'll, I'll give you an update next week after I reach out to them again. And maybe I'll just send them an email like every hour. Until, uh, until they good respond. luck with that. <laughs> All right. Um, baseball news. Uh, National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum inducts Derek Jeter, Marvin Miller, Ted Simmons, and Larry Walker. Um, Derek Jeter, I guess, had a little tongue-in-cheek uh, shout-out to the one person that didn't vote for him. I didn't yeah, do you know who that was? Do you know who that writer was? I don't, but I can look that up because I have the I have that website or that Excel. Yeah, well, yeah. whilst you do that, I, I I gotta believe that this is some sort of old curmudgeon. Let me guess, this writer's probably probably late sixties, early seventies. That feels that um, nobody should get in the first shot, no matter what their stats are. Um, not looking at modern metrics, just getting the feel for the game, um, but. Uh, I think a writer like that needs to go, right? Because yeah. I, I, Derek Jeter is an, an easy first-round um, unanimous choice Hall of Famer. I don't know if it gets much easier than that. Um, the fact that they, they they elected Marvin Miller, who actually changed the game, I want to say for the better. Um, in retrospect, I know the owners will probably have some issue with that. Um, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. It's probably... 
well, it's too late. I mean, unfortunately, you know, he, it's, um, um, he's since passed away. Um, Ted Simmons, Cardinal and Brewer catcher, um, absolutely deserves to be in there. Larry Walker, um, I'm not so sure about, um, I, I guess I don't have an issue with that. You let a person like Larry Walker, and then I think it opens it up to a lot of other, um, players that have the same kind of categories, um, stats that, that, that he had. I know a lot of people would like to say that it was the course field effect, um, when he played there, but, you know, had some really good years with, with the Expos as, as, as well. Um, I think he deserves to be in, so I, I don't have a problem with those four being in the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't. Yeah, obviously Jeter's a slam dunk, and and I think um, Ted Simmons had a had a really good career that people who don't follow baseball wouldn't realize that he had that type of career. Um, Walker, I'm looking at his numbers now. He's got 2,100 hits. He's got 383 homers, 13 ribs, 1,300 RBIs. Um, he did win three batting titles in an era where people were hitting 360, 370. But I don't, I don't know that if, you know what I mean. I, I, I don't look at that so much. Um, he hit 313. I think he had a good career. I don't think he's even close to a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's 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 kind of what I was thinking. Although his career WAR was 72.7, so that's. That's that's pretty good, which you know encapsulates um, fielding in there. I mean, he was a good right fielder. Is he the first player from? No, he's not the first player from Canada. I guess it was Ferguson Jenkins, right? Was the first Hall of Famer from Canada? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, I don't think there was anyone before him. Before yeah, Ferguson so, Jenkins, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, so looking at, at 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 these particular stats, I I don't know. Does it lower? Does it lower the bar? Does it raise the bar um, for potential? I, I I guess I'm surprised that he got in uh, as quickly as he did. Or was he, was this the last year on the ballot for him? I, I don't even know. Because uh, his last close. season was 2005 with the Cardinals. Yeah, so that would have been 2010. Then five so year yeah. wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know I'm looking at his, one of his contemporaries, um, and Andres Galarraga has better numbers. Really? Yeah. He, he, huh. he said 288 as opposed to Walker's 313, but he's got more homers and he's got more ribs. And then, I, you know, I was talking about what, what do those guys get paid for knocking in runs. So, and he won a batting title. Like, he won a batting title hitting 370. Like, that's not even a thing anymore. So, I don't know, you know what I mean? That I, I don't know how, how guys were hitting 370 and 360 and 350. Um but anyway, I I don't think Galarraga is a Hall of Famer, but his numbers are his RBI and home run numbers are better. Here, here's what's interesting: Galarraga's career WAR was 31.7, so it was less than half of Larry Walker. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the, the, the calculation that goes into uh, wins above replacement. So. Yeah, and I don't know if that's. Uh, the final straw is it? Is is that? What uh, I, I, I I don't know how many I don't know how many um, writers use that as a criteria. I I don't think so. I mean I'm using it as just another another stat 
to try and gauge mm-hmm. uh, if, a, if a player should get in. It, it, no, it, I don't think there's any one magical stat. Do you? Uh, or maybe 3,000 hits? Uh, yeah, I, I think there are some numbers that that if they hit that without the steroid issue like Palmero, um, yeah. I, I think there's got to be some face value to it as well. Like one of the guys that's going to come up, and he's probably going to make it if Larry Walker make it is Gary Sheffield. I you'd think, right? Yeah, like his numbers are way better than. Is, than, it, uh, is he impacted though by the the whole PED scandal that type of thing? Well, if Walker was, and I don't see how this guy should be. Mm. I mean, he's got 26, 2,600 hits, got five hundred homers, sixteen almost seventeen hundred ribs. He hit 292. I don't know what his war is, but... Yeah. Uh, 60.5. Okay. So it's 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 a very good one. Yeah. I mean, he's really productive. 1,600 runs scored. So, yeah, I mean, he, he was a really productive player. Maybe as he gets to the end of his Hall of Fame uh, run, um, they may vote him in. I, how many years? Is it 10 years on the ballot, yeah, active ballot, before yeah. you go to the Veterans Committee ballot? Yeah, because this is Bonds and... Uh, Schilling's last year. Okay. Yep. I don't think I don't think either Bonds or Schilling are going to get in. Do you? Um. Or is the tide changing? I. I it's going to be interesting. I, remember we talked about this before. You know, A Rod's sitting on pins and needles because if Bonds don't get in, A Rod's not getting in. Like you can't have, you can't not elect Bonds, who's never tested positive, elect someone who tested positive twice. Like you can't, like yeah, you can't and, do and that. that out for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, well, well, A Rod's already in in his mind. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Um, so we had another no no hitter last night, Burns and Hader. Yeah, for the ninth. Yep. No hitter of the season, most in the year in Major League history. Yeah, we we talked about this back in was it April when I think there was April and May when there was five or six at that time, and you had said, do you, did we think that they were going to, Major League was going to set a record? And uh, I think we had talked about that traditionally, um, no hitters are thrown early in the season and late in the season. We wouldn't see much during the middle of the season, and that, that's absolutely come to fruition. Yep. Don't be surprised if you see another one. The, yeah. the funny part was is that this no hitter was against the Garda Indians. <laughs> Oh, or was. the in the Guardians, yeah, which is the third time no, no hitter's been thrown against them this year. Holy smokes, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. That's surprising. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, and then another baseball note I had is Miguel Cabrera got a hit in nine consecutive at bats. What? Mickey's yeah. just continuing the hit, huh? Yeah. Yep. So, um, so maybe Tigers he- are getting Miggy with it. <laughs> Maybe he's worth the $23 million for the next two years. <laughs> he, he, heard well, us talk, he heard us talking about it, and he's like, oh, yeah, all right, we'll see. He, get, he rips off nine consecutive hits. You, you know what? Good for him. Good for him. Um, I do have a twib note this week brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. Flying Dog Brewery out of Frederick, Maryland. I had a Snake Dog IPA. Um ABV, 7.1%, Beer Advocate, 81. I thought it was a little higher than 81. I would have given it a little more Rooster Talon number, but um, I, th- I thought it was good. 
I had it. Uh, me and the Lakers had lunch on Friday, so I, I had it at the poor house, and it was. I thought it was a good beer. Have you ever had this? I have. Um, <clears throat> um, Flying Dog does some some good beer. I, I think they're a very solid company. I don't think any of their beers are spectacular, but you know, I would never turn away anything from from Flying Dog. Um, they, uh, I think they're bet, one of their better beers is Raging Bitch. Believe it or not. Raging Bits? Is that what you said? Raging Bitch. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so it was a good beer. Yeah, I, I, that's what I would look at it as. If someone had it, you'd say, oh, yeah, I'll take one of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, today, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, you know, Bill lives, what, 15, 15 minutes from from there, but I've never actually been to their brew pub, just had their beer a lot. And and by the way, the Raging Bitch, that's, that's a Belgian IPA. Um, 8.3. So I, I think their price point and their, their ABVs and their beers, for their price point, their ABVs are, are, are fairly high. So, yeah, they're good beers. All right. Um, and then today in baseball history, 1962, Tom Chaney of the Senators sets the major league record with 21 Ks. He pitched in all 16 innings, Jay, through 228 pitches. The game lasted three hours and 59 minutes. What the hell? Oh, wait, I, I thought the record. So, so wait, he has the record for most strikeouts in the game. He has the record for the most strikeouts in the game, but he pitched sixteen innings. It wasn't a nine inning game. Oh, okay. Because I always thought the record was twenty. Right. That was set by by what? Um, was it Clemens? Carrie Wood. Carrie Wood, and then followed up by Clemens, or vice versa. Yeah, I think it was Clemens and Wood. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never heard of this guy. Uh, no, I haven't either. But you know what's amazing? Is I just did the math on that. 16 in, innings, 228 pitches. That That's 14 innings, 14 pitches per inning. That's, that's pretty efficient. Especially with striking out 21 guys. <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. really efficient. Uh, the one thing I noted about Tom Chaney's career is that game, he had 6% of his total Ks in his career in one game. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, well, you know what? Good for him. I guess if you're going to do it, do it that way. Yeah, I guess that's why they have a pitch count. Like, <laughs> um, 2006, the Marlins beat the Braves and mathematically eliminating Atlanta, ending their 14-year stretch of winning a division title. They finished 79-83 that year. Wow. 14 years of winning a division title. That's amazing. What do you, what do you think the most is right now? How many, how many in a row have the Dodgers won? Can you research that? Can we research that? Dodgers uh, are on a pretty good run. I don't think it's close to 14, but it's probably 6, 7, 8, something like that. I I think you – It's. I bet you it's pretty close. I'm, I'm going to look it up. Do you mind if I look it up real quick? No, no. Um, I'll just take – if you want, while you're looking it up, I'll do the, uh, the next note that you have here for today in baseball history, 2017. The Garda Indians uh, beat the Tigers for their 20th consecutive win. Um, tying the 2002 A's. Um, that year, in 17, just four years ago, uh, the Tribe would go on to win 22 consecutive games, and they finished the season with, with 102 wins. And the amazing thing about that, the note that you have here, is, is that team, that Indians team, went 26-4 and four from September 1st through the end of the season and, and won the division by 17 games. Um, 
interesting. A lot of teams would like to go, well, I guess there's about 20 games the rest of the season. A lot of teams are looking to go 15-5, and 16-4 the rest of the way to, uh, to kind of either cement their um, division lead or get into the playoffs because National League is all jumbled up with uh, wild, card, um, wild card teams, that second wild card position. Yeah, that that home stretch of twenty six and four is freaking amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, right. I I did look it up. Dodgers have uh, have won eight consecutive division titles. Eight. Okay. All yeah. right. So they got they got. Well, this year's in danger, isn't it? Yeah. I think the Giants are going to do it. Yeah, this year is in danger, and it kind of makes you think. Like, all right, so the Dodgers are pretty dominant. They've won eight straight National League West division titles, and they still got to go six more to tie the Braves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shows you how how uh, dominant fourteen years is of winning the division title. You know, I I I think the National League Championship Series that I would like to see at at this point would be the Giants and the Brewers. I'm, they're looking to me as as being the the, the two best teams. Um, wild card wise, I, I don't know who what's going to happen. Right. The, Padres and the Reds are, are tied at this point. Um, Cardinals, two back. Phillies, two and a half back. Mets, what, three three back, something like that. It's going to be a wild it's going to be a wild ride here at the end, which is, I think, what baseball wants, right? This this is what they hope for when they have that wild card. Yeah. Um, and it's funny is that, you know, the Cardinals looked like they were dead three weeks ago. And, and, uh, they're, and I'm not sure if it's them. They're well, they're probably winning games, but the Phillies and the Padres and the Reds just aren't consistent. No, if you look at it, Reds, Cardinals, Phillies over the last ten games are all in four. They're they're four and six. Yeah. See. <laughs> and the Mets are five and five. So 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 nobody is really running away uh, with with that. They just keep handing it back to each other. Cardinals have blown a couple of ninth inning games that they shouldn't have. It's been ugly. So instead but, of instead of uh, whoever whatever team plays the best, it's going to be the whatever team doesn't play the worst. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably a good way to look at it. All right, uh, what are you walking off with? Um, just that uh, I've had an amazing fortnight. Um, everybody should be able to do two weeks in in Hawaii. It, it was just spectacular. Just your proximity to just pristine beaches you, you drive a half hour and you're in uh, essentially a, a rainforest all the microclimate um and the fact that it, we did it at the end of august over labor day um it wasn't crowded at, at all and uh just just had a wonderful time but you know i'm paying a price number one from the time change and uh number two I just seem to have Hawaii hangover, just simple things I can't get right. And I guess, you know, if I lived out there full time, it would be hard to do fantasy sports because you got to set your lineups on a Sunday. If you had daily, you got to do them by seven in the morning and you get confused as to which day you're actually on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. From talking to you the past couple of weeks, it sounded like you guys had an awesome time and, uh, uh, that was good. It, it, you know, it's yeah, a, it's a yeah, nice, we'll, nice trip, and you see. We'll be uh, going back next family. year. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. What are you walking off with? Um, 
I, you know, these, these San Francisco Giants, I, I think the Giants think they can win the World Series, and they may be right. I, I, I've watched I watched a little bit yesterday. Um, you know, the that was the Saturday game, the Friday night game. Uh, I guess one of the one of the one of the Giants cut out a, a like a makeshift C and put it on Brandon Belt's jersey as the captain. I saw that. And <laughs> I saw that. That was awesome. It's stuff like that that teams <laughs> who were underdogs they start rallying around each other, and stuff happens uh it it kind of reminded me a little bit of 07 with the phillies where rounds came out and he said we're the team to beat in the national league east remember he said that in september yeah. the mets fell apart the phillies won they didn't have a 26 and 4 run but it was pretty damn close and they never looked back for five years so every once in a while these underdog teams they get something like this and it carries. I, I think you saw some of it with the with the Rays last year, where that that team they was good, but you know they, uh, yeah, they, there were other American League teams that were just as good, if not better. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm I think that's what we're seeing, and I I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they ended up in the in the Fall Classic. You know what? I I would love to see that. You know, um, all the attention at the beginning of the year, and deservedly so, was focused on the Dodgers and and the Padres. And it would make me laugh if the Dodgers and Padres had to play in a one one game playoff. But then the winner of that would, I believe, they would play the the Giants as things would currently stand. Um, I, I think number one, that that's great. I don't know how their front office really pulled that off with. If you think about it, do, do they have on their offensive side of the ball? Do they have a superstar there? I mean, they have maybe have some in the making, but I don't know if they have any superstars. Do they? I wouldn't label anybody on that team a superstar right now. Right. They they right. they have some former superstars, but certainly not any superstars. Um, yeah, I, they're they're piecing together stuff offensively. Their pitching is what keeps them in games. Yep, all those former Red pitchers that we talk about, at least the pitchers that had done time in Cincinnati um, that are on the team. And um, I, I think I would be interested to know what people think uh, in San Francisco think of Gabe Kapler and his managerial skills because he was pretty much run out of Philadelphia, wasn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, he was. I, I, I think when you're kind of quirky, out-of-the-box type thinker and it doesn't work, People get tired of that. Um, yeah. And and to be honest with you know, in all fairness, that when you have J Jake McGee and Tyler Rogers coming in in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, that's a little different than throwing Hector Neris and God knows who else we were throwing out there, you know, in the Phillies bullpen. Like you know, they they have forty two saves out of those two guys. And that's yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's but pretty solid. Yes, but but I, you know it's the chicken or the egg. Did, did he make them into good? Clo well, when I say he, he, the Giants system make them into good closers. I mean, were they any different talent wise than 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 Hector Naris, or were they just put in better positions? Or I, I don't know. There's a lot that goes on for the games. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure. This is a team that's going to win 90 games a year for the next five years. Like I. I, th I think this is a snapshot in time 
and they're just playing really – all of them are playing really well. And that's what I mean about these underdog teams that kind of catch fire. I mean, they have one guy with 80 RBIs. And everybody yeah. else has less than 50 except for Mike Yastrzemski has 57. So I, they're winning it probably defensively and uh, and back-end pitching and, and front-end pitching as well. Um, so I, I, I don't know if it's attributed to – like m- most times managers get too much credit and too much fault, right? Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. And I, so and so I would I would say this is probably, as you're pointing out with those stats, this is the kind of team that you could get behind, right? Because they play kind of old-school baseball. Oh, I hate the Giants. I can never get behind the Giants. Really? I, I get your I get your premise. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, the, like, if they make the World Series, I'm rooting for the American League team like I do every other year for the past 10 years or 12 years. <laughs> yeah. I understand that, too. I, I understand that. I can't stand this team. When I lived out there, I didn't mind them. Like I would watch them, um, and it, but in the past, I, I can't stand the team. I cannot stand them. So there's no way. I well, they 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 they've got a lot of uh, um, they got a lot of depth in their in their farm system coming up in the next couple of years. So if they can if they can get through these these years being competitive, they're going to look pretty good in in two or three years. So yeah. We'll see. I mean, they're going to win 100 games. They're, they're at 92 and 50. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. I guess they just need to stay in front of the uh, need to stay in front of the, the Dodgers, which they have a two-and-a-half game lead. So they've done a good job sending them off all season. So um, I, I got to believe that a lot of people are, are, you know, that aren't Dodger fans are probably happy to see the Giants. Although, you know, the Giants have had the most wins, most World Series wins in the last, what, 15 years? Uh. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got 12. So, um, okay. Right. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, uh, next week is uh, the Lakers. Yeah, we're going to try and get the Lakers on. Um, right now he's in third place, so we'll talk to him about his team and the amazing Frank Schwindel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, Rick's probably had the roughest year losing players and uh, – He's hanging. The, he's hanging in there, man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk to him about that. All right. Anything else, Chief? I'm out, champ. All right. Have a good week. See you.